Hi, Rav Judah here with Bavabatra, Paragvav, Mishnah Aleph. This Mishnah gets into implied warranties of sales, uh, particularly as relates to seeds. You sell somebody fruits, and they plant them, and they don't grow. So what's happening here? I, I'm not totally sure if this is a case where you sold someone you know, a seeds, and they planted them, but the seeds were really meant for eating, and you knew that they, they wouldn't grow, or they don't grow well, it's a particularly weak uh, crop, or you know, you've had trouble growing this in the past, or if like you sell someone a seedless orange, and you don't tell them that's a seedless orange, and they think, oh great, I'm going to plant this, and they plant the orange, and they just throw the whole thing in the ground, and nothing grows, and they say, what's going on? It didn't grow, and you say, well, it was seedless, and they say, hey, wait a second, how come, uh, how come you did that? I was going to plant it, I thought I'd have a seedless orange orchard, I didn't realize there were no actual seeds in it, so in that case, the truth is I'm, I'm exaggerating, because they didn't know there were seeds in it. I mean, it's, it's called a seedless orange. But the point being that uh, if you sell someone seeds or fruit with seeds that you know won't grow, and they planted it, it doesn't grow, but you claim, I meant it for eating. So it's, uh, the, at the beginning here, what we're saying is, uh, the, the next phrase is going to get to, it's not the seller's fault. The buyer didn't ask, can I use this for planting? Will it grow well? The seller simply sold it. There was no implied warranty that it would necessarily be good for growing. There was no discussion of that. And so that's not the seller's problem. But the mission continues, even if it's flaxseed. Now here you see something a little bit uh, of, a, of a different era because the mission assumes that Zerapishtan, flaxseed, flaxseed is for planting. Who eats flaxseed? Very few people. Well, they never watched infomercials and apparently didn't know the incredible health benefits to be gained from eating flaxseed. So in their day when people really did not eat flaxseed, a few people did, even in a case like that where the overwhelming majority of flaxseed is sold for flax and linen, growing crops, uh, the seller still would not be responsible if the person planted it and it didn't work because they could say, we never discussed that this was uh, meant to be flaxseed for planting. It was simply for, for planting. I figured you might eat it, even though most people don't eat it. You might. That's not the seller's problem. Shem Ben-Gamliel says, though, garden seeds, think of like planting, you know, things for flowers, uh, seeds for things that are not food, definitively not food. So, those things, those things you actually do have to pay. If as a seller you, you sell them, and uh, it sounds a bit like a Monty Python sketch where you've sold something that's really not quite so useful. A discussion for another time. There are several sketches along those lines if you'd like a recommendation. Uh, but the point being that you've sold seeds that are not usable for growing things, then chayv brach you, uh, the, the seller is responsible. The truth is that Rav Shem Ben-Gamliel is not really um, arguing so much with the earlier opinion. The earlier opinion is not an argument with Rav Ben-Gamliel. Everybody agrees that if it's not something that ever could be eaten or would be eaten, that you owe it. The question is really one of how much damage the seller owes the buyer. Is it just to refund the price of the seeds? Or what about labor, other costs, things that they did to try to prepare their field and it was a total loss? Do, does the seller have to pay for that? And if you're looking for the Monty Python sketch, there are those about bookstores, those about cheese shops, those about small, short lengths of string that are not particularly useful all along this line and have a wonderful day.